Welcome to EdScoop's Education Technology Podcast, brought to you today by Dell EMC and SonicWall. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we take a look at the changing broadband and technology landscape and how schools and libraries can take greater advantage of available federal E-rate funding to improve their digital services. My guest today, uh, we have Michael Shannon and Scott Greeby joining us. Uh, Michael Shannon is the Technical Sales Director with Dell EMC. MC, and uh, whose teams have worked with countless schools across the U.S. on infrastructure modernization to enable student connectivity and network agility. And uh, Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks. Glad to be here. And uh, Scott Greeby is a Senior Product Marketing Manager for Security Products at SonicWall. Uh, and he's got more than 20 years of high-tech product management experience as well. So Scott, we're glad to have you on the program. Wyatt, thanks for having me. Super. So let's get started. Uh, first, we're seeing uh, about 9 in 10 U.S. schools and libraries now relying on E-rate funds to support their broadband infrastructure needs and also advance their digital learning environments. Uh, first, Michael, I'd like to ask you, can you kind of describe briefly where Dell EMC sort of fits into this landscape for uh, digital learning networks? Sure. So Dell EMC has a, a full portfolio of both wired and wireless solutions to address LAN and wireless LAN, as well as strong partnerships that address things like WAN acceleration and security. And all of these things fit squarely into the Category 2 funding bucket. So whether you're accommodating a one-to-one -one initiative or solving a BYOD challenge, building a resilient campus network, or all of the above, we have the solutions to ensure what you've built today can deliver connectivity both now and in the future. We also have an incredible team of network specialists and partners that can help map how you can get from point A to point B and so on over time. This means you don't have to predict the future, but rather you can consider the future and build a network that grows along with you. Does that make sense? It does. I appreciate that. And Scott, uh, tell us a little briefly about how SonicWall also fits in the larger ecosystem of products available for uh, schools and libraries and their broadband needs. Sure. Uh, I'm going to echo some of what Michael said. Uh, for SonicWall, it's, it's, off, it's kind of very similar uh, in that we have a broad portfolio of products that fit into Category 2. So for instance, we've got uh, firewalls to help with network security. We've got wireless access points uh, to deliver high-speed broadband wireless uh, to schools and libraries. And then also we have caching, so WAN acceleration and caching uh, products. And they'll, they'll fit in pretty much into uh, any individual school or library or an entire school district. Um, similarly, we have an ecosystem of partners that are able to help schools out in terms of the delivery. Uh, and the implementation of the product as well. And uh, we really do go through our partners, as I said, to both sell and deliver those products. And they all fit into category two, uh, which is the nice thing. So again, we've got a broad, pretty broad portfolio of products and services uh, that schools and libraries can avail of. 
Well, terrific. Well, both of you have a really uh, uh, long history of uh, seeing the evolution of uh, networks and uh, a lot of the services that support them. Um, and we know that the technology landscape is constantly changing. It's certainly uh, not getting any easier for uh, school and uh, uh, IT directors. So uh, my first question to you is, what should school districts and uh, libraries as well keep in mind, uh, or what questions should they be asking uh, when shopping for network equipment and uh, security services. Uh, Michael, let me ask you that first on the sort of network equipment side. Sure. Well, for those in the planning stages of modernizing their network, the best advice that I can offer is to, to really be open-minded and explore the options. Uh, gone are the days when we had little choice in networking partners and even less choice in technology. We've seen the move from 10 gig to 100 gig happen over just a few short years, and wireless speeds are already hitting a gig to the device. So being able to take advantage of future technologies is huge. Dell EMC uh, is built on open standards and pay-as-you-grow solutions and really customer choice. And we're also proud to be leading the industry in trends like software-defined networking and open networking. So the network you build today shouldn't make you worry about the future, but really leave you open to embrace the future. And Scott, well, tell us a little on uh, your perspective. What, again, what, what should the, the IT uh, leaders at school districts and libraries uh, keep in mind, or what questions should they be asking as they think about um, some of the security and other services that are necessary to keep these networks uh, running smoothly? Right, so from the security or network security perspective, I'm going to give this answer in kind of three parts. So I look at it as three things really that, that the IT directors, uh, CISOs for instance at schools, should really be considering. So number one, uh, develop a three to five year plan. I think Wyatt at the top, you talked about how technology is continually changing. So, uh, you know, what's leading, considered leading edge today is really going to need to be replaced in a few years. Uh, and it's especially true in the network security space because you've got hackers who are out there who are really <laughs> focused on developing sophisticated new ways of penetrating your network defense and stealing confidential information. So if you think about it, they're trying to get student records, uh, student financial information as well, uh, with the end goal of making a profit. So you want to be thinking ahead uh, about, as I said, about three to five years to make sure that you're able to take uh, advantage of new security technologies as they become available. Number two, you really need to understand what's going on in your network. So for instance, I want to know who's on my network, what applications are the students, the faculty, the staff, anyone who's on that network, uh, what are the applications that they're using, and then finally, how much bandwidth does that consume? And what that, what that does for me kind of gives me that information that I can go ahead and use to plan more effectively and optimize my network, and ultimately then deliver a better learning experience for students uh, and teachers as well. And then finally, if, you're, if you are applying for E-rate funding and you're providing students with Internet-enabled devices that they can take home, the question is, how are you protecting those students when they take that device off campus? We all know that you have to have a web or internet or content filtering solution in place for students to be eligible for E-rate funding as part of SIPA compliance. But what happens when that student takes that device off campus? Uh, you really need to have uh, a solution for that. Um, and that's something at Sonic Wall we can help with. 
Um, but again, as I'd like to say, look, the last thing you want if you're the principal of a school is to get a call from a parent who's very upset and says, you know what, you gave my child an internet-ready uh, device like a Chromebook, and you protected them while they were at school. But when my student, or my, sorry, when my child took that device uh, outside the school network, they weren't protected any longer. And, you know, that parent is going to blame the school. So, if you're, again, if you're the school, you want to make sure that you have a solution that's going to protect students while they're in the classroom, but also when they take that device that you've given to them outside the network perimeter. Well, I would certainly agree that that's a, a really important point for schools as they look to enable their students to uh, do homework uh, off campus, uh, away from the school, and uh, as they uh, pay more attention to the so-called digital equity or homework gap and uh, uh, making sure that security uh, is there regardless of where the student is is uh, obviously a really uh, important issue for them. I appreciate your mentioning that. Well, let me ask this. Um, what, what tips or best practices then would each of you recommend for school districts to, to get the most for their technology investments uh, in, in general and uh, maybe with E-rate dollars in particular? Uh, Michael, maybe I'll throw that to you first. Okay. But I, I think there are several. Uh, my first tip would be to, to look at the big picture. Uh, while an initial purchase of networking gear may seem like a great deal, uh, the long-term cost and lock-in and complexity will quickly eat into those savings. So value adds like lifetime warranty and firmware access without add-on contracts are huge. Next I would say uh, make it easy for vendors to respond. Uh, something as simple as keeping your 470 open for more than the minimum 28 days can make a big difference in how many responses you'll get. Also, defining a vendor preference in the RFP may prevent some vendors from even, even trying to earn your business. Um, and lastly, I'd say start researching before you're ready to write that 470. There are some incredible, uh, incredible new technologies out there like cloud-managed platforms and unified architecture that give you a single CLI across the entire campus, uh, and, and other things like software-defined WAN. So giving yourself time to explore the possibilities that can make your school more agile and more future-ready will ensure you're getting the best bang for your E-rate buck. Does that make sense? Sure does. Uh, some great tips. And Scott, uh, what uh, additionally might you suggest? Yeah, so I've got something that schools and libraries may not be aware of, uh, and that's that you can actually outsource security as part of the managed internal broadband services, uh, what I call subcategory, if you will, within category two of the E-rate program. So as an example, at SonicWall, we offer something that we call security as a service, which covers services that are provided by a third party to operate, manage, and monitor uh, eligible broadband connection components. So think, uh, the, you know, it's kind of a big sense, but think outsource security. What's nice about this model is that if you're a school, and we all know for schools and libraries that the budget is always a top concern, but you don't have to pay any uh, upfront capital expenditure to buy the hardware. Um, and so what you're going to have is a partner who's going to come in is going to install the equipment for you, they're going to configure it for you, and they're going to manage it for you. And they're going to all do this all at a 
a low monthly subscription rate. So you're just paying a fee on a monthly basis, which is nice at the end of the year because you've got a predictable annual expense. So again, no, no big expenditure up front. You pay a predictable monthly fee. Um, the other nice thing is, earlier I mentioned about, and we talked a little uh, about how technology is rapidly changing. Well, if your school is growing and you're uh, outpacing your, your firewall in terms of the number of users, or there's new, as new technologies come in, you're able to upgrade that firewall to keep up with those technologies and the growth in your student population. So I think it's a good, uh, you know, a good way for schools to look at funding uh, their uh, equipment needs for network security without, again, having to pay a large amount of money up front. And can you comment, uh, we're used to E-rate funds uh, going towards capital expenditures. Uh, do these kinds of services qualify, or do schools need to do something special to uh, uh, make sure their E-rate dollars can help finance these kinds of services? Um, it's all within, again, it's all within Category 2. There's something called, uh, and I call it a subcategory, but if you look at it, within the E-Rate program in Category 2, yeah, it's called Managed Internal Broadband Services. So again, you know, not, not to kind of go into depth again, but basically it's outsourcing security to somebody else who's going to manage that for you. And they'll provide you the equipment and the management, ongoing management of all that for you. And it's all uh, eligible for uh, discounts through the E-Rate program. Well, that's terrific. Well, um, thank you both very much for giving us a quick uh, perspective on um, the evolution we're seeing in uh, infrastructure and also for security services. Uh, I want to thank our guests today, Michael Shannon with Dell EMC and Scott Greeby with SonicWall. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for being with us, and uh, we invite our readers to um, see more of our coverage at uh, edscoop.com. Thanks, everyone, for being with us.